This is CliffCentral.com. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Well, by the time you download this, it would probably be any other time of the day. So maybe I should actually say wherever you are, whatever time it is, have a good time on that space. Anyway, this is going to be a new one. I'm actually feeling a little lost um, because my partner in crime is not here, but uh, this is still Cliff Central, and um, this is Beyond Ears and Eyes, and I'm Shemaine Harris. So Liesl is kind of like out of sorts, and I'm not sure whether she'll be right in the next, I don't know, couple of days, but Liesl, wherever you are, I hope that you're doing great and that you get well soon. Um, our guest today hmm, is... Uh, Debbie Fox and she does the whole feng shui thing now feng shui has been around for a while and you know some of us dabble in it but we're not really sure how to go about it we're not really sure how to apply it we're not really sure where one can apply it and all and all and all but um, Debbie is going to give us some information regarding that but you know the nice thing about it is that she she has so much knowledge, so we're probably going to cross-reference a couple of things, which, you know, I think is going to be nice. So we're going to have a nice little conversation. And, of course, as usual, um, Duncan is with me in the studio. Hi, Duncan. Hello, hello. How are you? Mm-hmm. And what do you think about Feng Shui? I think it's uh, something that's really missing, and I can't really wait to hear more information about it. I even, I'm not even sure what it is exactly. Okay, well, great. I'm going to get um, Debbie on the line in a moment. In the meantime, I'm going to give you our contact details. The number that you can call if you have any questions is 0861-555-189. And then you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com. And WeChat is just cliffcentral. So you can try and get in touch with us during the next 40 minutes. Hopefully, we've got some information that we can impart to you, something solid that you can follow up with and that you can, you know, that you can can use um, in your daily life. So without further ado, I think Debbie is on the line. Debbie, are you there? I'm here. Hello. How are you? Hey, Debbie. Good to have you on the show. Welcome to Cliff Central. Welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you know what? Normally we have two of us in the studio, my friend Liesl, um, and she's not here today. So it's going to be the two of us. And hopefully, you know, you won't get too bored with just speaking to one person. (laughs) I don't think I will be. (laughs) All right. Now, we're going to talk mostly Feng Shui. Yes. Is that okay? Am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, well, it's lots of, there's lots of different ways. It's feng shui, feng shui, and I'm sure there's a whole lot of other ones, but most people, and there's also feng shui as well. A lot of people say feng shui. So feng shui is how I say it. There's feng shui as well. So however you say it, as long as it means uh, feng shui, I'm sure it's fine. Okay. And before we get to what feng shui is, I call it, I don't know, feng shui. So feng shui is fine. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fine. Most people say feng shui. Is it? Cause yeah, I suppose phonetically. So, um, before we get to what it is, um, I also just want to find out what, what else do you do? Because this is one of the things that you kind of concentrate on mostly. Am I right? That's correct. This is what I do. Um, yeah, I practice feng shui. Um, yeah, and that's what I do. Okay. And, and where do you practice? 
I practice all over, actually. I go to Joburg a lot. I'm in Durban. I, I go to Dubai. I've been to India. I do a lot of work um, all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So if you are that well-traveled with it, then um, that means you must be good. Well, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully I'm good. One never knows, you know. So, yeah, hopefully I am. How did you start with Feng Shui? Um, I, um, I was, I decided I'd, in my forties, I'd, I'd go traveling around the world. So I threw everything away and I put on a backpack and, um, off I went with very little money in my pocket. And, um, I arrived uh, after a long traveling through, um, Europe and everything. I went to, um, England and by chance, you know how these things, it's never by chance, it's never coincidence or mm -hmm. anything. Um, I went to stay with, I met a lady on the road where my, I'd, I'd posted some stuff to a friend who'd moved and I went to pick up my stuff and she said, Oh, come and stay if you need to. And, and I did need to. So I slept on the floor in her, her place for a, a little while. And I said, look, I've got to go to Europe. Do you mind if I go for about three weeks? I'll be back. And she said, not at all because I was heading up to Findhorn after that. Mm -hmm. And when I got back, her place just felt different. It felt, lighter it felt nicer it was just amazing and I said what have you had done and she said I had uh, my friend who does feng shui came in and I said what but I was absolutely hooked and um and so you spoke to the friend I spoke to the well I, I didn't know that the friend was so famous because it was all clueless to me but she showed me what she'd done little things around the house and it was mm -hmm. just incredible I mean she had her bed in front of an open fire you know these places are very tiny in England uh -huh. she had her place and her bed in front of an open fireplace with, with it open and her friend just her friend her friend was a professional I mean she's uh, she's a, a famous lady and um are you allowed to this, mention um, the, the, I didn't the, even know the, the that name. You know? and she'd put this board down behind behind the bed and the, the fireplace and of course it made all the difference and she slept better everything was better with just this one little tiny board and it, well I was just hooked just tiny little things that can make such a big difference in somebody's life you know so a board in front of the fireplace between the bed and the fireplace yes closing up the big hole that was behind mm -hmm. her head when she was sleeping I mean it's, it's it makes her so much sense you know oh, so no it doesn't you, you, about sensible how, things how does it make sense I mean to, to me it's like it's a beautiful feature and it just so happens that I'm sleeping in that direction so so yeah so how does it make sense tell us well her head well you see it was a very tiny place so that the, the the her head she wasn't using it as a fireplace she was using it like a wall if you know what i'm saying okay. so she didn't have like chairs around she had her bed parked right in front of the fireplace uh-huh and it wasn't okay. a usable fireplace it was like this big hole behind her head okay so was that taking energy that, well, that's just well. It, well, a fire. If you think of a of a chimney, it um, air goes up and down. So it was yeah. The energy was coming down and going over her body at night. So she obviously wasn't sleeping very nicely. Okay. See, I find this very fascinating. I might not understand it, but I find it very fascinating. And I, I hopefully we, we'll be able to get a couple of tips out for, um, you know, whoever wants some a little later in the show, because I'm definitely okay. going to ask you a few tips. Actually, here's one that I want to ask you now. I went to a friend, a friend's house the other day. And mm -hmm. as I walked in, he had a, a painting. 
But uh, and uh, it was a painting of a very squint lady right in front of his, his you know, at the entrance of the oh, door. Really? And I said to him, I think you need to change that because this is a frightening little woman there, the one I was <laughs> facing back with, the I was facing, <laughs> you know, the door. And I, and I just said, please, can you change it? You know, and um, he said he would. So I wondered whether that would have any impact, what you have at the front of your, um, in, in, the, in your doorway. Absolutely. And if anywhere in your house has an impact, maybe he's trying to chase people away. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, um, go there. Go there because. No, really. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we put things, we don't understand. We put things up unconsciously almost. We think we're consciously thinking about it, but we put it up. There's a very interesting story about a, a young boy who was very depressed. And um, I think he was in his teens or something, but he'd been depressed for a long time. And the feng shui person went round, and as she came in the front door, like you did, mm-hmm. there was this beautiful picture of this baby. It must be about six months old. But there was a, and his parents were photographers, you know, world famous photographers. And this was, was one of their crowning glories was this picture of their baby, him, mm-hmm. this little boy. This picture, but there was a tear just about to fall out of his little eyelid. Mm-hmm. So every day he came home to this. Okay. So he's seeing himself as miserable every single day. And, and they took it down, apparently he got better. So it seems a bit simplistic, but I suppose if you're seeing something every single day, um, it must affect you, uh, you know, on on a on an unconscious level the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that you know, if you if one listened to that, it does sound, you know, to me, I, I could I could totally agree with what you see subconsciously influences you. But then somebody might say, oh, you know, that's just there's just speculation. Um, and feng shui has its basis where is isn't it a factual um, type of um, discipline? Um, factual, you see, facts are very interesting things. They, um, when you say factual, it's, it's obviously comes from the, from, from the East. It's from China. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's got a, a sister, scientific um, discipline, than... Vastu in India. Okay. Um, but it's, when they say factual, you, you can certainly see mathematics in it. Um, like there's the flying star school, which definitely is all mathematics. Well, not mathematics. They use, you know, ma- numbers and things to work out using compass directions and all sorts of other things to work out what the energies are in a house. So it's difficult to say that they are, f- what are facts? Yeah, they are definitely, um, things that one can say. If you do X, Y will happen. If you do your Y, X will happen mm-hmm. in feng shui. But a lot of people just don't seem to, s- to see the connection, if you know what I'm saying, because you, you can't see the things that we're, that we're talking about, if that makes sense. Like you, you can see it once you've done, done mm-hmm. it. Like if you, if she, if that chap took off or your friend took off that picture of the squint scary woman <laughs> and put somebody really welcoming at the front door, mm-hmm. you would see the difference. Okay. What would be a welcoming picture at the front door or statue? You know, cause sometimes you have, uh, statues. Some people have angels at the door. Some people have birds. Um, some people have things of nature, you know. So what would go as? And then the other one is also there are the ones who go, I'm taking a mirror and I'm reflecting whatever it is back out. So yeah. what does one look for? I think, I think if you can work, if you can use your intuition, a lot of people forget that they've got, well, they don't forget, but they've got very good intuition. So mm-hmm. your intuition, if it feels right, it generally is right. People just tend to slap things up because it's what they've got. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or um, what's fashionable. 
it's fashion or it's fashionable, you know, or it, it was lying in the, in the garage. I mean, I went to a lady's house once and she had a very big lounge and there was this huge picture and, and I looked at it and I said, what on earth is that? She said, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I said, well, what is it doing? Oh, it was my granny's. I, I, I can't take it down. I said, well, if you don't like it, where's your granny? She said, oh no, she died a long time ago. I said, well, for goodness sakes, take the thing down. And she took it down, and I promise you, the change in the energy of the room, it just felt so much lighter. She felt lighter because she'd got rid of this terrible thing hmm. that was really bothering her. So when one looks at one's front door, and it, it, or whatever you're going to put there ought to be welcoming. You know, if it's a bird, don't have the bird with its hackles up. You know, or if it's a, if it's a lion, don't look like he's eating somebody, you know. So um, all these things, you want to make sure that they have a a good energy from your point of view as the owner of the house that you mm. actually love the picture. It's not got some connotation that you don't like. So, but know? now what You're, if you do like a bird with its hackles up <laughs> or a lion well, long as it doesn't look something. too frightening, you know, as long as it's not aggressive. All right. Because, you know, yeah. there are people who use uh, cats for protection, they say. They say, well, you know, we're putting the cats up and that's for protection. Others use, um, um, what do you call it, uh, the Buddha Figures, but, but a Buddha's friendly, and, and the cats you can put up. If, if they're going to look supposedly fierce, then put them on the outside of the, of the house, not on the inside. Mm-hmm. And what it's, about because because this feng shui thing it does the plants as well. What about plants with with spiky things? Um, you know, because we we live in South Africa, and a lot of our things, the, the indig- indigenous ones, are spiky and it's got thorns, and you know it's 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 hardy, doesn't doesn't need a lot of water. So we're also trying to do the whole thing where you go like, look, I'm going to be uh, friendly towards you know my my um, water supply. Um, so now the, the, you don't have time for frivolous um, plants that need a lot of water, a lot of tending. And so you take the spiky ones and then somebody said to me, no, 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 not that, not too spiky for in front of your door. And I go, what? So in front you of your door is fine. It's when they start getting too close to you. So, you know, if you're sitting in an office, say, or you're sitting at your desk or you're sitting in your chair in your lounge and there's a very spiky plant nearby, Mm-hmm. Generally, it doesn't make you feel nice unconsciously. I'm not saying consciously, mm-hmm. because I'm consciously you go out oh, to plant. But if it's got spiky things, it, mm-hmm. I know it sounds very odd, but um, it's you know it just doesn't look friendly. Mm. You've got to look at it. Does it look friendly to my skin? I mean, if you brushed against a, a spiky plant, you're going to get a, a little bit of a prick or a hard, um, quite a painful little uh, you know scratch or something. Mm-hmm. So your body is always looking out for. What is it going to, is it going to be okay for my body to be near this, you know? Mm-hmm. I know okay. it sounds very odd, but it does make a difference. You can't have spiky things too close to you. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so whether you love it or not, just don't have it too close to you, but you say it's okay in front, like an aloe at your door with all those spiky Absolutely. things. Absolutely. In fact, they say that that's your protection. You know, you, that people are supposed to put sort of spiky plants on the outside by their gates, by their front doors. You know, it's just the inside where you're going to be sitting and you're supposedly trying to relax. Mm-hmm. You absolutely don't want to have something that's going to poke you in the eye if you stand up, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so, the, what, what are feng shui friendly plants? Because apparently there's something like that. that you know, there's some tons are. of them actually. They, you know, right. NASA did a lot of experimenting with plants with their, their space stuff and what have you. There's tons of them. There's Dracenia, there's the, you know, just the, the, the Commonwealth Garden um, uh, Spathophyllium, which is the um, peace lily. 
Mm-hmm. That everybody has in their offices, they're ideal plants. There's, there's a whole list of plants that are really, really good. That that just give good. Most plants give good energy. You know, most plants are in are, are actually connected to outside plants. So all the plants you have inside mm-hmm. are, un, are on another level. Speaking, believe it or not, speaking to the plants on the outside. So you're bringing the outside in. Mm-hmm. It's just the spiky chaps that you don't want to have them, you know, sitting on top of you or or, or too near you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just give a few that you would uh, say, especially the ones that we can find, and also indigenous ones, especially that would say, okay, have these in your house. This creates really good uh, energy. I would say I don't have the names of the South of the South African ones, but I would say the Dracinia is very. I don't think it's even a South African plant, actually. Mm-hmm. But I would say any plant with a with a rounded leaf. If you're going to have like a long spiky leaf, make sure it's one of these palmy chaps who hang down, you mm-hmm. know, that don't stick out. Mm-hmm. But any plant that's South African or any plant that's that makes you feel happy, mm-hmm. you see, you've got to have things in your space that make you feel happy. So any rounded leaf plant or elongated, but but not with spikes, not with the, you know, with a spiky end to it. So, so what about roses? <laughs> roses are fine roses. because the spikes are on the stem. You see, mm. so you're only going to get a um, if you put a rose in a vase, you're not going to think of the spikes. You're going to uh-huh. see the beautiful rose. Okay. But you know, if you pick up the stem, you've got to be very careful that you don't um, have spikes there. And placements for uh, for plants. Where would you say are great placements? There's two different schools of thought on this. There you have the um the black hat school, which is the Bagua school or the black hat school, which is um where you divide your house um into nine nine um squares um or equal spaces and then they would go in what what the 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 money corner they would call it the money or the wealth corner mm-hmm. and that's usually the far left hand corner of any room divided into nine spaces. And if you're doing the compass school, it would go anywhere in the in the southeast or the east. Mm-hmm. Um, those directions are ideal for plants. Okay, so this bagua thing, what is that? That also has a big thing to do with feng shui. Um, yes, it's a school of thought in feng shui. Yeah. Okay, but there's also. But what about the the little? Because it has eight um, sides. Am I right? It's got nine. It's, it nine. Well, it's got eight sides. If you, you're going to do the octogram, uh, yeah. but it's got nine squares. Yeah. Um, and 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 the philosophy behind that is um, that every space that you're in um, has a particular has a particular. Um, you can you can use this plan, or it's like a little um, template, mm-hmm. and you put the template down over the the, the room. Say, mm-hmm. you divide the room up into your your nine squares. And then each square has got its own um, life um, affirming, um, um, life purpose kind of thing. So you've got wealth, you've got relationships, you've got health, you've got family, you've got future, you've got past, you've got time alone and knowledge, you've got career, you've got support, children. It's all of these things. Um, and you would, in this particular school of thought, you would activate all of these different areas um, with symbols, with um Elements, elements being fire, earth, metal, water, or wood, and in symbols. each of these areas, and activate the spaces. And the symbols That's how, would be, yeah. What would it's a very simple school of thought, but I mean, it sounds complicated, but it's a very simple school of thought because it's so simple. The people who um, 
do the real feng shui, of course, who, they consider themselves um, far above that school because it's only about 70 years old. The, the guy who, uh, who put it together has actually died. But, I mean, it works incredibly well. It, I used to use it all the time, and I, I do use it um, on the odd occasion, but it's very simple. Is it? So the, the, it, would that then be somebody, uh, something that the normal man in the street can kind of go and get a fair with and, and practice in their own homes? Absolutely, so absolutely. It it's very it. simple to do. Very, very simple. All right. So it doesn't need a big study. No, no, no. Look, it helps. Obviously, if you can get a bit of a study, but I mean, you can buy. There's a book called Feng Shui Made Easy okay. by um, William Spear. Okay. Um, very simple book, and it's beautifully written, and got he explains it very, very simply. So, what about the? Because you know, some people have the bagua board in front of um, their door or the house. And oh, that's a pakwa. That's a pakwa. Is that a pakwa? Pakwa. It's got a little. You like a little mirror in the middle of it. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a pakwa. That's what the Chinese um, use um, ah. for protection. Yeah. All right. So that's not that's not the same thing. Not the same. It's based on the same same principle of the eight. Um, with the central being the nine, and, and the pakwa is, it's got all the, um, the hexagrams on it from the I Ching. So, um, yeah, it's a whole different ball game. All right. So do yeah. you, do you know just, I, I mean, I'm just, since we are talking about it, you might have knowledge of it. Do you know how one should place it, you know, in front of your Normally door? Normally over the front door, yeah. But what um, does the direction of the door not have anything? No, it to doesn't do matter. It? No, it's doesn't? literally used, um, well, it was used in the folk, folk feng shui years ago, um, obviously many years ago. The Chinese people hardly ever use feng shui, by the way. Mm. It was, um, taken away from them by the, Mao Zedong, I think his name was, who came in and did all that stuff. But but the Taiwanese use it. People in Hong Kong use it. The the, the folk people used to use it if, if the neighbor was bothering them. Then they would stick it up on the side that the neighbor was, you know, and it was supposed to be sending sending their negative energy away. It's like putting a mirror up and saying, take your stuff back and, and, and leave me alone kind of thing. And that's the pakwa. That's the pakwa, yeah. And you can you put over your front door. They use it if there's, um, say, that they call them... Um, what do you call it? Um, they call them um, poison arrows. So if there's a, somebody's roof pointing at your front door, you can put a pakwa up, or you can even just put a, a straight a straight mirror, actually. Um, wow. So just to, the idea is to just send it back to um, from whence to, it came to the, the people who actually sent it, or, or maybe sending bad energy to you, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Okay. One of the, one of the other areas that people have um, questions. About is the bedroom. How can you feng shui your bedroom and make it a calm, neutral space where you actually sleep? I mean, we touched on it with your friend in England a little earlier. But what other things do you see that people do that go, that you go, oh, it's so common. I wish I could just tell people not to to do that or you know put the bed there or. Okay, the bedroom. Yeah, the bedroom is important. Um, I would, I would start off saying that if you can reduce the amount of, of mirrors in the bedroom, mm-hmm. that's a very good idea because mirrors are meant to activate energy. In other words, if you have a tiny candle in the room, the mirror will make it a big candle. You know what I'm saying? It'll light up the space using that. So mirrors activate the space. Mm-hmm. You want to have calming colors. Um, you want your bed with your head against a wall. You don't want your head um, under a window usually. I mean, if you really have no other space, then get a very heavy blind or something so that the, the, it feels like you've got a wall behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't have your feet to the door. So in other words, if you're lying on your bed, you don't want to look down at your feet and see the door. 
You don't want to do that. And what about um, this whole thing where you go, the mirror is in front of your bed and your feet face the, the, <laughs> the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah, they, well, they say that you have the, then, then that doubles the amount of people in your bed, you see. Mm. And that means that somebody's having an affair. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be having an affair with yourself. Well, those, those notorious places have mirrors on the ceiling and we know that's not to sleep. So um, best to reduce the yeah. amount of mirrors in but, the bedroom. Okay. Unless, of course, you like that kind of thing. But, I mean, best yeah. to reduce them. But, no, seriously, I mean, in our, our spaces aren't that large and our mirrors need a home. Um, and more often than not, you face the mirror in some ways. Either it's next to the bed, it's front in front of the bed, or it's mm. behind the bed. So, what do you do? I mean, who? You can cover it. You can just get a light shawl or um, something light to cover it. It's, that's all you need to do. A small covering. It might be a bit of a pain, oh. but I, I used to poo-poo it actually and think it was a lot of rubbish until I actually slept in. I was staying at my parents' house in Joburg, and the mirror was out. Ah. But I didn't sleep well. And when I covered the mirror, I slept well. It could have been psychosomatic, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I wondered whether, you know, because sometimes you go like, I'm so aware of that and I'm so aware of that. And, and no, no, it, it does make a difference. It, it does activate the energy. And we talk, when, we, when we're talking feng shui, we're talking energy. We're talking the air around us, the, 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 what's going on with the movement of the air. And mm. that's what you have to look at. All right. And, and another, so, yeah. In 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 your bedroom, I'm still at the bedroom. We good, good. I was going to oh, add on to that. Oh, yeah. all right. You you go ahead, and then I'll get to that uh, one that okay. I wanted. What I was going to say is, in your bedroom, you really don't want to have your cell phones on. Mm-hmm. You want to put them off if you have to have them on for work. Then put them in the bathroom or behind a wall, so you're not affected by them. I've come across people who sleep with them under your their pillows. It's <laughs> and they wonder why they've got terrifying headaches and everything. So, nurse, if you can put your cell phones. Off or out of the room is better. Um, and if you can also put the T, if you've got a TV in your room, which is not a good idea, TVs in the bedroom are not good. So, um, first of all, it just messes, if you're married, it's, you know, you spend time watching TV rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then you, you need to put it off at the wall though, because putting it on standby, it's still got a very big electromagnetic frequency. And if you've got um, some kind of device like a DSTV decoder kind of thing in the bedroom, you need to put that off as, at the wall as well. Mm. And so, if you've got a modem in your house, doesn't matter if it's right in the other end of the house, if you can receive signals in your bedroom, it doesn't matter whether you can or not. I would say just put the modem off. It's a, mm. it's, it's because it's also more signals in that are that are affecting your body that your body's got to deal with. If that makes sense. Right. But now it is impractical. <laughs> in today's life you because we don't have landlines anymore i mean it's so rare that you have a landline you have these modems you know and you have um so i do not know how one can do that um for fear of in the middle of the night you might get a call either from work um or a family member or there's a crisis your children may be out and so you you need you need these things and i mean i'm i i I sleep with my computer and my phone and uh, right next to me. So, and I'm not the only one. No, well, I know there's tons of people. But you see, this is the thing: and is it, that it's, I, it's a, it's just not healthy. It's you know, you don't notice it immediately, but it's a slow kind of thing. So there are many then, things that you can use to block it. I mean, okay. there's stuff called organite that you can use. Yes, give us those you, instead yeah, of you saying can, switch yeah, it off. Yeah, but it's best to put it off though, hey, if you can. <laughs> okay. I mean, surely the cell phone has its own. Um, can, doesn't have to have a modem on. Surely. 
No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know. Put the modem off because you're not going to be on your computer. Put the modem off. I've seen so many people with so many illnesses. I, I can't tell you. And as soon as they put the modem off, they're sleeping better. Their health improves. Mm-hmm. Um, put the put the cell phone in another room. Right. Rather. So that you've, you've got it close by, but it's on, but it's, there's a bit of a wall between you and it. Mm-hmm. At least, um, so you're reducing your your electromagnetics. Your body's see our body's electromagnetic in nature, mm-hmm. and when you've got all this electromagnetics also now all night long, your body's got to try and deal with this as well as get a decent night's sleep. Right, and then the water next to you in our ensuite bedrooms, because we have that, huh? That's fine. It's not running. It's not running. Ah. Yeah, as long as it's not running. They they say you shouldn't have your head up against uh, um, uh, uh, plumbing, um, but I I I'm, I'm, I worry about that because I don't worry about that because often you know you're not going to have the water running all night. Mm-hmm. Another fun thing for the bedroom, though, just to quickly before I forget about it, is that they say in, in a married couple's the mother and father's bedroom they're not to ha- they shouldn't have children's pictures mm. because uh, yeah because it's all the granny or the grandfather. Well, you know you. Parents are supposed to, you know, get that's your time together. And then, mm-hmm. of course, you've got granny watching you all night long. You're not gonna... <laughs> so, who should you have in the bedroom? What pictures should you have in the What kind of pictures should one have in one's bedroom? Well, one should have a, two people, you know, holding hands or some kind of friendly, or the two of them at their wedding day or their happy days or on holiday somewhere or mm-hmm. just something that's friendly, you know, just not. Not the na- not the the best friend staring at you in your bed, you know, or the kids uh-huh. watching you in your bed. What about nature's picture? What about a picture of nature? You know, a beautiful <laughs> nature's brook good, and but all the, that. the bedroom is about two people, so nature's good. But if try and have a picture of two people, because don't forget what you see every day is what you get. Okay, so, so if you're seeing every day, um, I've seen people with a picture of the husband facing one way and the wife facing the other way, and I've said, do, are you do you argue a lot or are you having problems? And he, no, nope, we're having huge problems. All right. And you just change the pictures and then it changes what you think. It's interesting. It changes what you think. And I'll use a graphic thing. Mm-hmm. If you take a picture of a slaughtered cow and it's blood and guts all over the place and you stick it up on your bedroom wall, how are you going to feel about that? Well, not Not good. nice. Not no. not. But I'm taking that to extreme. Uh-huh. So, so if we bring it back to just the normal little things um, – you know, if it's an extreme thing, it's going to affect you badly. But we don't have, we don't understand the small things that are affecting us. Mm. Okay, See what I'm saying it's very it's very subtle. All right, and we are very subtle beings. So, uh, we don't realize how subtle we are. We are. And now, um, since you are still in the bedroom, um, and you explained very nicely, what about for singletons? If you are single, what do you and you want a, a relationship, okay, um, or you're not yeah. afraid of a relationship, what do you do then? If you're afraid of one, I'm no. Not if you are not one. afraid. Uh, oh, and you, good, 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 good thing. Okay, if you're not afraid, mm-hmm. then what you can do is you can make sure that you your bed isn't squashed up against the wall. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that means that there's no space for the person to come in on that side. Mm-hmm. So if you can, even if you can, if you haven't got a lot of space, move it away just even a little bit. So symbolically, you're giving a space. Mm-hmm. If you've got a lot of space, and put another pedestal on that side, another table, and another lamp. Right. Um, so bedside lamp. So you're now saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm opening my room for someone else to come in because that'll be their light. Mm-hmm. And then you put pictures up of two people together. So you get your unconscious or your subconscious self thinking about two people in the room, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't have pictures of one pe- one people, one person because that's what people do is they're single. So they have one person, you know? 
and um, <laughs> or they've got a picture of somebody with their back to the room. That's symbolic saying I don't want to talk to anybody. You know? Do you so, know? <laughs> <laughs> You're making me laugh um, because um, I have in my bedroom um, uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful paintings by this person um, and uh, Peter Macondi. And mm-hmm. um, I'm just thinking now, both those women are headless. Oh, <laughs> no. Headless. Oh, goodness. Alice, no, you must take that out of the room. No, it's why the they've room. got no heads? And because it's beautiful. It's just the torso and, um, you know, it's like between the neck and, and uh, beneath the, the buttocks. No, but no, I, re- I know, so but it's beautiful. It's, well, I suppose if you love it, it's okay. I mean, I went to a house with the with the, the, with the, the people were dancing. They were doing mm-hmm. like the tango, husband and wife, or male and female. Yeah. And they had no heads. <gasps> the woman <laughs> carried on like she had no head. Actually, <laughs> I love. I really, I truly, I look at them and I go like, oh, it's so beautiful. And it's, well, that's and it's, wonderful. And it's very, but yeah. they're also very intimate. It's not something I can just put anywhere. Some people uh, look at it and they go like, oh my goodness, uh, you know, because it's like the, the the naked form of the body. So it's lovely, the front yeah. and the back. But I mean, that's um, so maybe maybe one should reconsider that. And a funny thing is, I just thought I've got two headless women in my room. Exactly. And if you're looking for a partner and you've got two girls in the room and you don't want another girl, you need to get them out and put a boy and a girl in the room. <laughs> so there's also that thought as well, you know. Yeah, that's possible. I'm gonna, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about that. I want to. But if you love something. them, you see, the thing is that if you yeah. love it, you see, if you love it, it's a whole different ball game, and it depends yeah. on what you're wanting as well. If you were saying to me, "Oh, Debbie, you know, I really would like a, a partner, and it hasn't happened," and I walked into your bedroom and I saw this, I'd say, "There's your problem. Take it out and put a picture. Get him to paint a beautiful picture of two people together." Okay. Well, see, for- I, and I've seen it too. See, it sounds all wafty, wafty, and ridiculous, but I promise you, I've seen it so often that you just change the pictures. Obviously, there's a lot of other things you change. You change mm-hmm. the feng shui, and you change, you get the people to get a little bit of work done on themselves, and thing. But things do change. Yeah. Okay. So now the other thing is um, kitchen feng shui. How mm-hmm. does one? Because I. I cook when I need to, and some people say you need to change the way your kitchen looks and you need to change the colors in your kitchen. What do I do? Um, you see, that's a, that's a very tricky one to, to, to speak about because, number one, I'd say if you love the colors of your kitchen, then ask them just to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are having problems with your house and, your, and everything and you'd called someone like myself in, then I would do um, the flying star chart and I would see what the colors are in your, in your kitchen. Mm. And if the colors were detrimental to the overall, to the, the, the idea of the feng shui in the house, mm-hmm. then I would say change them. Right. But if your house is, is, is doing well for you, if your life is good, um, then your colors obviously must be right. It's when we start having problems that, that somebody usually calls someone like myself and like a feng shui person in because then everything has to be re-looked at and, and mm-hmm. colors definitely start becoming extremely important in those spaces because you use colors to balance space. And okay. um, so I would say, don't worry about it. The kitchen, if you love it, you love it. And then the other thing that people always wor- wonder about, money. There's not one person that I do not know of, that I know of, that doesn't at some point go, what happened to my money? <laughs> I don't know what happened to my money. So can well, that, you... of course, that's got what a lot of answers, doesn't it? Right. How's your own consciousness about money? Are you are you are you used to having money? Are you not used to having money? You know, John Kehoe would say, if you haven't haven't had a lot of money in your life, spend time in a 
a very expensive restaurant or very expensive hotel just sitting having a, the, a cup of coffee. So you get the feeling of being rich. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways. And in the feng shui terms, then you would – your house could actually be causing you a lot of trouble. I mean, it could be if, say, you were doing well before mm-hmm. and now you move into a house and you're not doing well anymore, then generally it's the house is, is causing a problem. Right. So um, then you'd, ha- you'd have to do something about that. But obviously putting plants in the far left-hand corner helps um, of, the, you know, of the garden and you know, having, a, having a lush-looking garden helps with your money. Mm. You know, obviously having the house look – even if you haven't got a lot of money, making the house feel like it's – a rich house, you know, you know, keep everything nice and tidy and stuff. But there are lots of things that you can do if you're gonna if you're gonna really do it. You know, you can put water features in, but you've got to be careful where you put them. That's the other thing I wanted to ask. What about this water feature thing? Because there's always that sense uh, where people go like, the water on the south is not not good. The pool? Why do you have a pool on the east? You know, and you go like, uh, okay, how do I fix it? Okay, now the water in the east is perfect, actually. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That actually works very well. You need, you need still water in the east and the southwest, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't, certainly don't want to dig up your swimming pool because somebody says it's, why, why is it doing there? Mm-hmm. But there is definitely, there's a, there's a whole science. Water is a whole science here. So, and, and but just the- saying it on the, on, I can't just say, okay, it'll be a good idea to put, um, uh, water here, but I can tell you that this year, if people want to put water in the southwest, that's an excellent idea because it, it's activating the eight. We call it the, the – well, it's the eight. It's the number eight, and it's the activation of that, mm-hmm. which causes one to have a lot more money and good fortune. Right. And the eight for this year is in the southwest. Yeah, so okay. um, and do that. All right. So what about the people who are going, oh, my goodness, my pool is in the south, uh, in the north? North is good. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. But it also depends on the chart. You see, we, I work with with charts, mm-hmm. um, and the north is an excellent space for water. If 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 the chart says so. If mm-hmm. you're doing the the back the bagua, of course, north is where water lives, so it's ideal. So, but if you're doing the flying stars, you might have a really gruesome number there. <laughs> you don't okay. want to pool there. Right. So, but then you'd have to cover it, and you know, I don't ask people to take pools out. They they don't like me right. then, so they might shoot me. But so I just ask them just to maybe get a pool cover, or you know, uh-huh. and that, that helps of, also. It helps. It definitely helps. If you, yeah, it's it's a, it's a very complicated kind of thing to to look at. Some people put water willy nilly all over the place, and it intuitively they know it should go. Then it everything works beautifully. Yeah. And somebody can put a water feature and it can just slay them, yeah. absolutely slay them. So it just depends on the energy of the house. That every house is different because, it, well, almost unless so, you're living in a block of flats, of course. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. but now say say the energy changes because every year is different. So d- does one have to try and get someone like you in to come and help them assess the energy or the the way it's changed in the meantime? Because in one year it could be you can be extremely happy and prosperous, and then another year it's like everything falls apart but you haven't really done anything but uh things changed in you know in in that way where it's a different year it's a different this and it's a different that okay this let me that's a, that's a very big question actually nice question thank you what it is is in feng shui you look at it this way you have heaven luck mm-hmm. you have man luck and you have earth luck okay heaven luck is your astrology or it's your life path that you've chosen in this lifetime mm-hmm. Man luck is how do I work with what I've been given by God, by whatever you want to call it, but the power is greater than you and I. Earth luck is your feng shui. Okay. Mm. So if you've got 
good luck coming in a year, you handle it well, your feng shui is good, you're going to get all your good luck. Mm-hmm. Okay? You've got good luck coming, you handle it well, but your feng shui is not so wonderful, you're going to get your good luck, but not as good. Okay? So you want your feng shui in good space. Mm-hmm. The energies change superficially every year. When I say superficially, in, in the style of feng shui that I do, the house has its own energy and it never changes. Mm-hmm. It's just the yearly styles that change. So definitely, if you've been going along very nicely and suddenly um, all hell breaks loose, mm-hmm. then you definitely want to get somebody in. You definitely want to have somebody check and say, what, what is going on here? You know, have your astrology chart done, see what's going on. Because there's generally something happening. It could be you're going through some stuff. You may need to have some body talk or some healing kind of things done. But generally it's a house or it could be your astrology. I mean, I've got a client who's, very successful businessman. He's he's from from he's an, he's from I think he was from he was born in Kenya I think but he's now in Dubai mm-hmm. and he's done extremely well. But he is going through such a lot of trouble and his feng shui is perfect. I've done everything that could possibly make it right. So I, I gave up and, I, and he didn't want to talk to the astrologer. So I spoke to the astrologer and he says he's going through five years of pretty hectic stuff. Okay. And he needs to get his lessons. So right. Then you've got to get your lessons. You know what okay. I mean? There's, 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 you just got to get your lessons. That makes that perfect makes sense. sense where you go like, okay, there's no fix. This is just what I have to sit through. Absolutely. And I've often phoned my, my astrologer and said, what, on, what, on, what is going on here? No, so, <laughs> Debbie says, just relax. You know, just read a novel for two weeks. It'll go away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it goes. It goes. Well, get your, just get the lesson and get on with it. You know? All right. So how can one feng shui that, uh, that move where you go, oh, my goodness, I have to learn my lessons. And, you know, so what do I do um, emotionally, spiritually, physically to, to get through it? Because, I mean, those are hectic moments. They are hectic, and the thing I think I think we if just you, have if a minute left. About, sorry, <laughs> and sorry? we just have a minute left. <laughs> so you have to tell me that in a minute. Okay, a minute. Okay, so you have, what you when what you can do quick, quick then is you can. I would always get an astrology chart checked. I would always just to make sure it's not me, mm-hmm. and then they can always tell you if it's emotional. So then, if it's emotional, then you can go and see somebody like a body talk person, an EFT person, a holographic repatterning person. If that, if and then then you have to just deal with it yourself. Then you have to take responsibility for what's going on. To yourself, there's a very nice little thing called the Ho'oponopono. You can deal with it. You can take full responsibility and say, okay, I'm dealing with this as I'm going along. I'm not freaking out. Mm-hmm. This is just what's happening right can't I, now. Can't I just sit in a salt bath and say some good mantras that will help me focus? Mantras <laughs> do help. You're quite right. You can go to an Ayurvedic, not a, what do you call it, a Vastu, or no, I forget the Indian um Terminology for an, ast- an astrology person. Mm-hmm. In fact, I know a guy in Joburg. He actually does it as well. And they do give you mantras, and that definitely helps. And it, def- it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but you're changing the frequency of your body. Because don't forget, the frequency of your body is what's bringing all the stuff to you. Uh-huh. As as I am, so everything brings. You know, we create our world. Yes. So if I'm in a bad mood and I drive out the gate, I'm gonna. Everybody's gonna cut me off. Everybody's gonna be. Yes. They'll be hooting at me. You know, it's gonna, and the traffic lights will be yes. red. But if I drive out in a happy mood, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets in my way. All the lights are green. I, so I create my world. I so it comes back it. to me. I can't blame anybody for my life. Yeah. Debbie, it was wonderful speaking to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we have to go now. Where can I get a hold of you? You do have a, a Facebook page, don't you? I do. It, yes, it's just Debbie Fox. It's my Facebook page. All right. And um, you, or people can get you on Skype at uh, uh, Debbie.fox. 
SA. SA. So, yeah. and then, yeah, so I really wish we had more time. And, but whoever wants to ask you more questions can totally get a hold of you there. And from me, Shemaine Harris, it was so great being with you today. Liesel, I missed you terribly today. So I hope to see you back next week. This is Cliff Central, Beyond Thank Ears you. and Eyes. Thank you, Debbie Fox. Thank you so much. Eh? Thank you. you. Bye-bye. You're more than welcome. This is CliffCentral.com.